Hello everyone, my name is Rafal and I would like to welcome you to my Headshot Photography podcast. In today's podcast, I want to dive in into the business and I want to focus on the reasons why customers don't want to buy from us. And this is one of the biggest challenge, especially when we're starting off, we've decided, let's say I'm going to be Headshot Photographer. I want to sell my services and we don't have clients, the clients, they don't want to buy from us. And before I jump into all those points and we're going to explore them, I just want to point it out a few things. First of all, in order to kick off the business and establish the business, that takes time. And I know so many of us would like to get into the business right away and they get clients right away and have consistent clientele book up the weeks book up the months so we constantly busy but unfortunately that's not the way it works to get to that point it takes a little bit of time a little bit of struggle a little bit of some kind of um process also we have to have some strategy in order to make this going and even though you might have everything in place you might have everything kind of figured it out. The hatchet photography business is something that it's it's kind of up and down. There's months where I'm cons- extremely busy. I'm shooting back to back day by day, but there's some months where I don't have as many sessions. So we have to somehow kind of figure it out how we approach this whole thing. And, you know, we have to have some kind of plan in place, which is going to be working. So, that's something where I want to start it off because this is one of the main questions I've been receiving from you guys or how I can get the clients. And a lot of you guys saying, hey, I got the clients, but they don't want to buy from me. They don't want to use my services after a conversation with them or after the email. They don't respond and they don't want to deal with me. So let's kind of go step by step and we're going to go for 10 points and we're going to explore them and I'm going to give you some examples like how this whole thing affect me and how I learn those things. So the point number one is your message is not clear. If you want to be a hatchet photographer, you have to make sure the message you're sending to your audience, to your clientele, it's it's really clear and it says, hey, I'm a hatchet photographer and this is the service I can provide for you. And I remember when I was going through the transition from being a wedding photographer into the headshot photographer, it was really difficult time because a lot of my clientele, which I've built over the years, always thought I'm shooting weddings. And basically they're coming in and like, hey, are you still shooting weddings? Uh, what's going on? And that's because they kind of like had no idea I transitioned to a little bit of different niche of photography. But having said that, if you're starting off right away to become a hatchet photographer, you should pretty much from day one make sure that whatever you do, wherever you're talking to, whatever kind of campaigns you have, the social media, everything which you do, you have to create this clear message to your audience and to your clientele and you have to let them know what exactly you're doing because for example like if your website's showing pictures from weddings and landscape or i don't know some different type of work 
you know, they're not going to know you're a headshot photographer, right? The, the, the message is not clear and you're just kind of misleading your clients to believe in something else. So that's why you have to make sure that everything with surrounding your business, whatever you do um, towards that business, you have to create that clear message to everybody who's going to approach you and everyone who's going to want to work with you. Okay, the next one, the point number two, you don't have a sales process. This is another really interesting one, and I remember I've learned this the hard way, especially when you're starting off. Again, I know it's extremely difficult to kind of figure this whole thing out because I know at the beginning we focus on lighting and settings and, and all those technical stuff, but we don't really have in place sales process. And what I mean by that we need to have some kind of packages. We need to have some prices. We need to have some kind of approach that if the client comes in, we have to kind of show them or basically share with them what you're selling and how much it's going to cost and um, how this whole process is going to look like, what this whole thing is going to involve. So there's, there's a lot of those little elements which you have to put in place. So when the client comes in, you have to be confident about what you're selling because if you're not confident, the client's going to be confused and you might lose the client or even if you go through the process and you're not going to have this process in place, what's going to happen, they might be upset because you might say something and they might take this the wrong way and, and it usually becomes a big mess. And I remember, again, when I started my photography business and I had phone calls at the beginning and people were asking like, hey, how much is going to cost? And I was just confused. I'm like, oh, you know, depends on, on your budget, depends on, you know, what you're looking for. So I wasn't even sure how much I'm going to charge and how the process of selling is going to look like, what they're going to get at the end of the day. So before you jump into the business, it's extremely important to figure this part out. So you have to create packages for individual headshot sessions. Then you can figure out prices for or packages for corporate or group headshot sessions. Um, you have to also know what the client's going to get at the end of the day, how many images you're going to retouch. There's all those little elements which you have to know and you have to kind of, the best way would be write that down so you know exactly what to sell to the client. So if they comes in, you will be kind of know exactly um, what you're selling, how much it's going to cost, what's the process look like. So this is extremely, extremely important. Okay, the point number three, you are unsure how to handle objections. And we touched a little bit about it, but I want to explore this. I think you have to be prepared for any type of questions from the client. So the client comes in and say, hey, I want a headshot session. And you say, hey, this is what I do. And they're like, hey, I don't want this. I want this because this is the requirements and all this kind of, you know, I don't know, the, the, the boss told me I need this type of image or whatever. So we have to kind of understand where the client is coming from, but also how to handle those things. Because if you kind of started getting upset or angry, your kind of ego goes um, on the way, then it's becoming difficult to negotiate anything with the clients because then the client is kind of, there's a 
tension and the clients they're getting upset or they're getting angry they're getting frustrated and usually what happens they're going to go somewhere else right so we have to be firm about some of those things but also we need to know how to how to deal with those clients who have specific demands and they don't they want to they want to have something different or something which you're not prepared for so we need to learn how to deal with those situations and how to kind of come up upper hand because I have so many difficult clients and they have so many objections and they always want something different or they want something else. But I've learned over the years how to handle those situations because, as I said, this is not my first rodeo. I've done this and I have similar clients before. So this is something what I know how to handle and how to deal with those clients who have, like, I don't want to say they're difficult, but, you know, sometimes I found that, especially with the headshot sessions, the clients, they don't know what they want. They they come in and they have this kind of picture in their head or they have this process in their head, how this whole thing is going to look like. So we have to be some kind of, we have to educate them and we have to make sure they understand every step of the way, how this whole thing is going to look like. Okay, the point number four, sales conversations feel uneasy for you. And this is something where I've been struggling for many, many years because I might be good at taking photos, I might be good at retouching, I might be good at you know creating those amazing headshots, but when it comes to business, it sometimes might be difficult. And we have to also learn how to do that. It's, it's a skill. It's something that we have to learn. We have to get familiar with this. We need to kind of know how to approach those kind of conversations with the clients. And the best way is to practice, um, read books, learn from those guys who master those type of conversations and learn from them and try to apply those things into our business. And as I said, each photographer is different. And as I mentioned, we sometimes we're not good at sales. We we struggle with this. And I deeply believe that so many photographers out there, they put all the focus on photography, but they don't really want to learn how to be good salesmen. And I can recommend some books. There's There's so many of them which you can read it. You can check them out. Um, I will probably kind of write them down into the description so you can check it out and see if they, they're going to help you. But I know kind of leaving those sales conversations and avoiding them, it's going to just affect our business and um, the client's probably going to go somewhere else. And if we're not going to feel comfortable also kind of going for those conversations with the clients, it's also going to be something that the client's going to feel and that's going to affect if the clients want to buy from us and they want to use our service or not. Okay, the next one, the number five is you struggle to show value in what you do. And this is something which also applies to so many photographers. Like we are really particular about what we do. And sometimes I found you don't have to be the best headshot photographer on the planet, but if you're a good salesperson and when you, and you can show value in what you do, completely changes 
the game. And you might be kind of somewhere in the middle, but you can show the value to the clients and they can kind of feel it, they can see it. So we have to sometimes be, I found, more confident about what we do. We cannot just approach the client or the clients approaches us and just tell them what you're lacking or, you know, like that's just an, you're not good at it. So you have to kind of be confident about what you do. I'm not also showing that you should be kind of on the opposite side and just kind of like completely diminish your work and saying, oh, I'm not good at all. So you have to find a balance because if you're pushing again through completely opposite directions and you're going to say that you're the best photographer and you just like do the best work, whatever, and start kind of bragging about yourself. Also, it's a not not a good thing. So you have to kind of be somewhere in the middle, but also you have to show how much value your work is worth. And that takes time. You have to build portfolio. And I think with when you start creating those really good shots and you start creating really good portfolio and you're going to have like really, really solid uh, body of work, then the confidence also comes in and the clients will see the value there. So you don't even have to tell them anything. But at the beginning, I think, you know, it's hard because, you know, the clients usually they're picky and then they, as I said, they don't know what they want. So this is something which is... Difficult sometimes, but with the time, I think if you're going to be pushing your work, you're going to pushing towards your style and um, the clients will see the value, but also you have to be extremely confident about what you do. Okay, the point number six, six is you don't have an irresistible offer. So this is what I started off when we talk about the message and we have to be clear about what we are selling, but also the deal we try to sell is is interesting. It's something that the client's gonna be happy, something that client's gonna be interested in. And we have to twist certain things, and I know there's a lot of psychology behind it, and that's why we're creating all those deals and you know sales and, and I don't know, Black Friday deals and all this crazy stuff. So we also have to learn a little bit of marketing, how to approach this and how to deal with clientele, what kind of like gives them this kind of like the push button, which is going to make them, okay, I'm going to buy from you because this is, this offer is, is something what I'm looking for. So again, this is also takes a little bit of time to try it out. What works, what doesn't work. I've noticed, for example, that for the Christmas time, people like the crazy when it comes to the shopping and when we, when you start creating all these deals, people are much more easier to fall for those deals. So we have to play with it. Um, we can create some kind of, um, this is another really interesting marketing trick that we can create some kind of um, referral program, right? So the, the next client, if you have a client and you can just give them some kind of like, I don't know, a card or some kind of like a how you call those like uh, you can give them like a discounted offer for the next client so if they have someone in their surroundings which are interesting for the headshot sessions they will get let's say 10 20 percent off so there's always those little tricks which you can use and most of it is in marketing and trying to figure out what works to get you know your clients to 
be more interested in just kind of creating this offer, which the client's going to be interesting to 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 take 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 that offer on. Okay, the point number seven is you are not attracting the right clients. And this is something also extremely important. And, and this is another big mistake a lot of hatchet photographers do because they go after entire market. So you have to kind of try to figure out who is your client and what is the right client for the business you're running. So, for example, in my case, I like to go after law firms. I like to go after medical clinics. I like to go after corporations. Um, because those are the clients I'm looking for. And that's what I'm trying to target. That's what I'm trying to approach. This is the clientele I'm going after. But if you don't know who is your client and you just try to kind of like get anybody at the front of the camera, that's also it's not really good because you're going to be just walking blind, you know, around and you might hit someone, you might get someone, but it's much less chance to actually you know get those clientele you're looking for so i think what is important you have to figure out as i said who is your client like what kind of professions they need headshots and which ones also the best paying clients because that's another another big one because for example real estate agents they want good headshots but they not interested to pay you much and i found those are like really difficult ones because you know they just wanted the cheapest deal and typically what happens is yeah it's just a more hassle than the actual you know the, the session the session kind of goes the same way but what i mean like they they they're not the clientele i'm looking for because i've been having a lot of lot of issues with those but for example law firms uh, medical centers uh, corporations those are the ones which i'm looking for because they pay well usually they're easy to work with and um, yeah at the end of the day um, everyone is happy and i don't have to struggle with you know people who they're doing this and they try to kind of get the cheapest possible deal and then at the end of the day they complain because they don't like what they got so that's something that you also have to figure it out and i'm sure the more sessions you're going to be shooting and you will see different professions they have kind of different mentality and getting those clientele you're looking for those ones which you really want to work with you have to identify them and you have to go after them and create your entire marketing strategy entire business towards those people uh the point number eight is you are trying to sell to everyone so this is exactly what we're talking about you're not going for specific niche you're going after everybody and that's something which usually it doesn't end well and then you're just running into some you know different people and then it's just a more struggle and you try to please everybody but that's not the way you you, you want to really create this this specific niche of people in professions you're going after because those are the best clientele and that's what's going to make your business successful okay the point number nine you haven't earned your customer trust so this is something which is extremely important, especially when it comes to the headshots, because as I mentioned that many, many times, headshots are very personal. And 
so many clients they coming to you not because you may be doing the the best images but they can trust you and they can trust in the process and they they know what you're doing and they're going to get and then at the end of the day the images they're looking for so that's why and i've mentioned that many many times that's why i really work i really like to work with clients who referred me because they already went through that experience and they know exactly what they're going to get at the end of the day. So people who are coming to me from the referral program, they always trust way more instead of those clients who I'm just working first time and you know they never interact with me and they, know, they don't know who I am and how I work and what they can expect from me. So the gaining the trust is also extremely important. Also, I think what is extremely important to, to mention that throughout this entire selling process, you have to also earn the trust. So typically, I'm not trying to promise, you know, crazy stuff to the clients and don't kind of get at the end of the day what they're looking for. So you have to be extremely careful how you approach those clients. So you want to make sure that this entire process is the way that they can trust you and they can you can build that trust throughout the process because shooting as you probably know it's the 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 last thing but by the time you get there it's a lot of kind of back and forth negotiations and discussions and 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 educations and and all this stuff so you have to make sure that you have that whole thing figured out and the clients they can trust you throughout the process so at the end of the day they're going to get the images they're looking for and they're going to be happy with the service the last one you're not creating urgency so this is something it's again strictly marketing some people they have really hard time to make the decision and you probably know that I'm kind of also the same way before I buy something I'm going to just analyze it from every possible scenario and kind of go really deep into research so i want to make 100 percent sure that i'm getting what i'm looking for and there's so many clients like that and especially when it comes to the headshots they want to get the best quality images for the best price for the best service and you know you name it and sometimes for so many people that takes a lot of time to make a decision so we have to create some kind of urgency and what I mean by that, for example, like, hey, I can give you a deal, but I'm giving you, let's say, 24 hours to make a decision, right? I know from one hand it's a little bit pushy, but that helps them to make a decision because they know if they're not going to make the call, the deal is off. And like, I don't know what's a good practice or not. It depends on the client, so you have to figure out. But I've noticed if I have those clients who just don't know what to do, then I'm kind of going that direction so I know which which way this whole thing is going to go because you know sometimes they want to deal but they want to wait and then this is not going to work that way like it's either you know this way or that way or you know the, the deal is off so creating that urgency it's extremely important because it's going to helps you and helps the clients to make the decision right and that's something which is extremely um, important and this is something what's going to help you to close the deal sometimes i have clients like i'm also 
a person who is not really pushy. So usually I have a kind of discussion with the client and then they can make a decision if they don't, let's say, follow up with me within the next few days. I usually shoot them another email, but if they don't, res they don't respond to me, I'm not going to be just kind of like trying to push them to make a decision. So, and I've been those situations where the client kind of came back six months down the road because, you know, they've done another session which didn't work or they were busy or they have some other stuff. So I'm not trying to be too pushy, but sometimes we have to kind of create this kind of urgency for them so it's much easier for, for them to make the decision. And you can see that across the board when it comes to um, any type of sales, like you go, you know, you see during the Christmas, you have the Boxing Day one day where you get the, you're gonna get the deal. So like you know, people going completely nuts, and they try to buy. Even sometimes they don't need stuff. They don't need, to, you know. It's it's just you can see how this whole thing works. Like you know, if you put put the person against the wall and you're like, okay, you have to make a decision usually they, they, you know, depends which direction they want to go, but they need this kind of push sometimes. Okay, I could go on and on about it, but at least you have some kind of clear vision how this whole thing works. I'm sure there's a lot of things you can improve. You can kind of analyze a little bit more and see where you're lacking and then, you know, how you can improve your business a little bit. So I'm hoping this entire a list of different reasons why your clients they don't buy from you gives you a little bit of different perspective so you can improve uh, those little things and hopefully your business will get better and i'm sure it is it's a learning process for everybody i've been in this industry for almost 20 years and i still learn and especially when the hatch when it comes to hatchet sessions each client is different they have different approach different needs and you have to deal with them individually. Okay, I hope that was interesting. Thank you so much for listening. Stay tuned and I'll chat with you guys very soon. Bye-bye.